welcome to this episode of Joy Girl the podcast. As you guys can tell from the title, I have a very, very special guest. She is a reality star, a model, a lover of cooking, and she's definitely a mother I would like to flip an interview. Welcome, Fern McCann. Oh, what an intro. Thank you, Joy. Oh, <laughs> Here we are. You can interview me now. I know it's it's been a while, but we got here in the end. Yes, and we're glad. I mean, it says on your Instagram, "What's meant for you won't pass you by," so I feel like this is meant to be. Oh yes, I'm a big believer in that. Like, I think sometimes in life you can get really down in the dumps if you lose out on a certain opportunity or if a breakup happens, whatever happens in your life and actually just holding that faith that what is meant for you will absolutely be there and it won't pass you by. So that's why it's in the bio of the Instagram, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. And Fern, my first question to everyone I interview is always the same because I feel like it's always good to really check in with people. And a lot of the time we ask people, how are you? How are you doing? And people don't always give an honest answer. So my question to you is, how are you really feeling today? Wow. Well, I'm going to be completely honest because I always am with everything that I do. I wear my heart on my sleeve. I count myself as a pretty positive person. I'm upbeat. I I feel good when I wake up in the morning. I exercise. I eat good. You know, I like to look on the positive side of life. But today... I did have a little meltdown and I haven't had a good cry for ages. I went to the gym, my little gym uh, that's at my house and I come back in into my house. I said to my boyfriend, I just feel a bit down. Like, I don't know if it's the angst. I I feel a bit nervous about going back into (laughs) reality and normality. And I think we've quickly got used to the new normal and it's just freaking me out a little bit. And I just shed a few tears, but now I feel good. I feel positive and I think it's always good to have a little cry, isn't it? No, definitely. And we're going to get into that a little bit more in terms of like our mental health and how we keep ourselves going. But I think it's important to really like just be in touch with our emotions. I was a bit down yesterday because my daughter would not let me sleep. But today, Mm -hmm. last night, she slept really well. So today I'm feeling a lot better, to be fair. So yeah, it's really, it's good. It's good to um, be honest about how we're feeling, I think, as well. Um, Now, Fern, you mentioned your boyfriend there we're gonna get into that as well (laughs) but yesterday because me I'm single fern right no one wants me okay oh stop no but fern babes I'm single do you know what I mean I don't know why but I'm single um so I was talking to a gentleman friend yesterday and something really embarrassing happened and I don't know what to do so I want your advice okay so he was like what's happening or whatever (laughs) and I was asking him like oh what country are you from (laughs) and he was like um I'm British and I was like oh okay um and he was like why do I look like I'm from somewhere else and I was like I don't know you could have been you know Irish Scottish (laughs) and so he was like they're all British and I was like oh no he was like no fair and he was like Britain is made up of four countries yes England Northern Ireland Scotland and Wales and I was like and this is me. I had to style it out. So I was like, well, technically, but you know, we won't go into that. <laughs> and he was like, 
technically question mark I was like it's fine don't worry about it it's fine so is it did you brush it under the carpet is it all good now I've just stopped messaging I don't I feel so stupid Fern I don't know what to do no no that is not the attitude right this is my advice is I would just I I think it's that honesty isn't it it's just actually when you make little mistakes and whatever I think it's endearing if you just hold your hands up and say oh my god what a what a blonde moment or whatever you want to say I didn't even want to insult the blondes you know because there are blonde women out there that would have known that do you know what I mean <laughs> they're, they're I, I just got tripped up on that though to be fair I had to think about it twice yeah, we're too yeah. busy like you're 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 a single parent right so sometimes these things are going to slip from your mind I wouldn't stop texting a guy just because you have one of their moments text him now text no. him right now Joy. I'll text him after and be like, oh, I'm just doing my um geography homework. <laughs> oh, God. oh god, right. So Fern, let's let's talk about parenting. Um, so as you just mentioned there, I'm a single mom, you're a single mom. When I was pregnant with my daughter Janelle, she's five now. When I was pregnant with her, I was really, really scared, like just really, really nervous. And I know you spoke a lot about, you know, and obviously it was documented on your show about your pregnancy with Sunday and how it's been since. Um, but what what has changed for you? Like, are you not so scared now? Because for me, as I said, Janelle's five and I still feel nervous. I'm like each stage, you know, she started school now and it's like, there's just so many different things. They change all the time. So talk to me a little bit how you find um, being a parent now. Well, I think every chapter arises new challenges, doesn't it? So you can say, oh, it's the terrible twos. Oh, they're just being a three-nager. Then they start school and you've got the worry of that. Are others going to be kind to them? Are they going to be kind to others? Are they going to eat when they're at school? It's all of these worries. And I, th- I think you never stop worrying. I wasn't overly maternal when I, well, before Sunday and then when I was pregnant, but actually when I gave birth, that mother's instinct came flooding in, but I still have moments where I'm second guessing myself and particularly being a single parent, you haven't got that other person to bounce off of or just have your back. Um, But yeah, I mean, being, being a parent to Sunday now, I have moments, she's three, I have moments where she is an angel and moments where I'm like, babes, you need to, my mum needs to come and pick you up because you need a time out. And every week I'm like, okay, she's definitely, her behaviour is getting better. There's less tantrums and then something will happen and she'll just go again. It's a roller coaster, isn't it, being a parent? I want to tell you it gets better when they're five, but I can't lie to you. Oh my God. <laughs> and you know what? I, I know it's coming. I know that sun, Sundays are very ferocious strong willed independent little girl and I love all of them qualities if she can channel them as she grows up to to turn them into to use them to her advantage she's going to be like the ultimate boss babe she's going to be a CEO of a company but right now it's very difficult I think it's hard raising girls really do but here's a thought here's a thought I don't understand what happens to these strong willed independent demanding little girls to it's like they flip and become almost I think women almost become like 
really self-conscious and they're always thinking, oh God, is this guy going to like me or am I good at that? And doubting themselves all the time. It's like you hit an age as a woman and just start doubting yourself. Whereas at the moment I look at Sunday and I really admire her carefree, so sure of herself, knows where she's going. Strange, isn't it? Yeah, no, I think it's just life, isn't it? Life gets to people and then things happen and then that's what kind of um, gets us down. But but going on from that, how do you keep yourself like feeling confident and happy about yourself and being strong yourself? I just do things that I really enjoy and that make me feel good and I commit to those. And I'm a big believer of small daily disciplines. So it doesn't have to be you know, like doing things that make you feel good. It doesn't always have to be going out on a big old run or, um, I don't know, going going to get a facial. It doesn't have to be something. It could be as, as small as eating your favourite biscuit or reading a chapter out of a beautiful book that you like. So I think it's just committing to those small daily disciplines every single day of things that make you feel good. But for me, the main thing really is exercise, as difficult as it, as it is, it, it does lift my mood. And then cooking, I love to cook and I can really express myself and I feel so calm and it really just excites me. I love planning my meals. I love feeding my friends and and just whoever's in my house when we're allowed obviously and not in a lockdown and I love to host so it's just doing things and really plugging into those things that make you feel good yeah no that makes a lot of sense I mean I love to host as well um usually men but um <laughs> fun. talk oh to me God. a bit more about fitness I recently so I'm a fatty I've always been a fatty since I had Janelle I got even bigger and about I was 11 weeks ago actually I had a gastric sleeve fitted so I've currently yeah so I've currently got 20% of a stomach and I like to say it's shaped like a penis rather than a banana oh um it's the only action I'm gonna get um for now um so talk to me a little bit about fitness and working out because it's something that I definitely need to start doing I mean now that the weight's coming off I've lost about 35 pounds so far I feel better already and I want to get moving a bit more how does exercising make you feel and what kind of motivates you to even get up in the morning and do it because I feel like sometimes that's half the battle it is that is definitely half the battle I think it's taking it one step and one day at a time and by setting realistic goals so there's no point saying I'm gonna go and run 5k when you, you're not used to running in general and exercising, it may be your realistic goal might be getting 10,000 steps in per day, or I don't know, setting yourself a little challenge where you exercise three times a week. And that could be going for a walk. It could be um, doing something even for 10 minutes, 20 minutes, just get, just being active. And obviously with you at the moment, I just believe that you need to eat less, move more. So you are definitely eating less because of the because of the sleeves. You just need to get moving more. And for me, like I think to how I get myself up in the morning is like remind yourself of your why. So why you want to achieve those goals, those realistic goals that you've set yourself. Why do you want to do 10,000 steps per day? Why do you want to work out three times a week? And ask yourself 
why. So for me, or for you, it might be to be active. Sorry, the sun has just popped into my Baylux window and gleaming <laughs> on my face. Um, so it might be that you want to be at your optimum state, state of health. So you are here for your daughter. It might be you want to set an... Um, you want to set an example and be an inspiration to, to your daughter or the younger ones around you. It might be just for your health. It might be to make, to improve your mood. Just exploring <clears throat> your why, I think is really important. Fern, does exercise help? <laughs> Definitely gets you moving more, doesn't it, Hans? I mean, you know, got to be bouncing, you know, you know, bouncing not, not... And burning those calories. Definitely. So Fern, talk to me about first time mum. What was that? What is that like kind of having cameras in your house a lot of the time with Sunday? Because for me, I couldn't think of anything worse, you know, like people don't want to see me first thing in the morning, honestly. <laughs> um, so how is that? And has it got easier filming now that Sunday's a bit older? No, no. <laughs> and before every series, before we start filming, I'm like, how is she going to be? Especially this in between the last one and we start filming at the beginning of May for the next one. Children grow up so fast, even from like, you know, a few months, don't they? And they change. So I'm really like, how is she going to be? Because she's so with it now. She's so knowing. So who knows? But that's, I guess, the, the, the beauty of the show is just however she will be, that is that is the show, isn't it? But yeah, yeah, I mean, like you quickly get used to the cameras being there and it's a very small crew and um, you have to, they're, they're like extended family members. You've got to get on with them so well because they're around you all the time. But yeah, yeah. I mean, first time mum, I, I love it. It's a show that I hold very close to my heart because I started it when I was pregnant and I'm still doing it and Sunday's nearly three and a half, so People, first time first time mum fans have almost watched Sunday grow and watched me grow as a parent as well. Yeah, and what has that been like, kind of? What has the response been? Because we know there are a lot of seasons out there, Fern, that like to judge everyone on their parenting. <laughs> and, oh, my God, don't hold her like that. And, oh, why are you giving mm. her a sweet? Um, they have a heart attack about everything. So what has the response been like? And how do you kind of ignore those, those people? Do you just not take notice of it? I, I just think that... I'm I think one of the most like disarming things is is just being honest so how can someone people are going to have their opinions that's the whole I mean trolls is a different story but opening conversations and perhaps doing things that might be controversial or deemed as controversial in some pe other parents eyes I'm, I don't I don't mind because I think that if no one was talking about it and was like, oh yeah, I completely love and agree with everything that Fern does, then it wouldn't be the show that it is. So like I welcome people to have their opinions, but I just don't I don't tune into them because <clears throat> it's like it's like the whole I saw something on Instagram that Kate Kate Ferdinand posted about um, she was really nervous about opening up about the fact that she bottle she's bottle feeding her baby and it's that whole breastfeed bottle fed debate yeah. and I just think I just think that's really sad that people have to justify themselves like for me you you are the parent to your child it shouldn't matter what other people think it's your choice so no one else is going to know your child better than better than the mother so 
I just mm. ignore it yeah and I think that's the thing as well though it's like there's so much judgment on on parents and I remember um when I just had Janelle and I had to keep taking her to the health visitors to get weighed and and things like that and um I think a lot of the time people underestimated me because I am a mother um with a visual impairment and it was kind of like people didn't understand how I lived my life in general so they didn't understand how I could then look after a child and so I had to learn from very early on that I am a mum and no, I can't see properly, but I'm still gonna be the best parent for this child. And it's the case of kind of being your own advocate, isn't it really? And being your child's advocate. It's like, you have to know that you're the mum, you're the boss and whatever you say goes and everyone else can fuck off really. <laughs> here, here. But that comes with time, doesn't it? I think as a new parent, you doubt yourself, but actually learning how to be a mother and learning how to be your, learning about your child and their quirks and their this and their that like it does give you confidence the more you do it and now I mean no one else knows Sunday like I know Sunday just like no one else will ever know Janelle like you know her we are their mums and I think that's such a special rewarding massive responsibility to to be for your child and I, I think we need to give ourselves more credit, especially being single parents, because it's not easy, is it? It's not easy. I think having, you know, having that someone there to kind of go through these things with you and kind of share their little moments is really nice. But I know your mum's a big support for you. My mum has been my biggest support as well. And I think that I like to see, I love to see their relationship as well as like granddaughter and grandmother. It's really lovely to see. Um, you speak about your mum a lot and how she... Um, how she helps you with Sunday is she always there for you like to see those moments and so do you feel less alone oh I love my mum and Sunday's relationship they're like besties and they have such a giggle and it's really special the grandparent and grandchild bond but yeah my mum is amazing she's always there for me and I feel very lucky to have her Fern, I know that you said recently in an interview that you are in therapy. Um, I'm in therapy too. I started in about February. Um, I feel like it's really important to take care of ourselves because we, well, we, you take care of your body. I mean, not so much, but we take care of our bodies. We go to the doctors if we're not feeling well, but we don't ever look after our minds a lot of the time. I feel like now the mental health conversation is very open. Everyone's kind of, open and willing to talk about it it's not so much of a taboo so how has therapy kind of helped you and do you think that other people should should do therapy even if they may not be going through a crisis but just to kind of check in on themselves yes definitely I it's 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 a controversial one because I opened up about it I've been seeing my therapist for years now for the it's coming up to four years and I have found it a really positive experience. And honestly, like just from talking through many situations has really helped me to understand and overcome them and deal with my emotions. I, I, I think I, sh I, sh I spoke, I said, right, th this is why I never really spoke about it was because I feel that in the UK, in Great Britain, Joy, you know that that's Scotland, Ireland, yeah, Wales Northern Ireland. Yeah. 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 yeah, 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 you got that. <laughs> yeah, in Great Britain, there's like this taboo of in therapy. That term in therapy is like 
oh, you've hit rock bottom or you're having a mental breakdown. When actually that wasn't the case for me. I just, like you were saying, I wanted to just check in with someone and someone that's impartial, that, that wasn't my friend and to have them boundaries to that person where you can just open up and it be <laughs> completely confidential. And then when I spoke, I, was, I said something on, the reason why I've never spoke about it was because of that reason. I almost felt embarrassed to talk about mm -hmm. it. And I, I literally dropped it in and I think I was a, on a live on Instagram and then it, the press picked up on it. And then I thought, yeah, do you know what? I'm going to own this and speak about it in an interview. Then I shared that interview on my Twitter. And then I, people were saying, oh, it's all right for you. You can afford it, blah, blah, blah. There's some people that don't get to that part. So I'm very, very conscious that if it's accessible to you, and if you can see a therapist, then obviously I would strongly recommend it because it has been a really great experience for me. I understand that it's not, not, not everyone like that can go and see a therapist, but obviously seeing your doctor and saying, I feel like this would be beneficial for me and for my mental health, then obviously, yeah, I definitely recommend it. Yeah, and I think as well, it's that kind of thing though, from whatever you do or whatever you say, there's going to be people that are oh. just going to, People just want to hate, haters, hating assholes. People are going to hate for the sake of hating. And I think as well, as you said, people can go to their GP. It is a process because I've done that as well. It was a process. And then also with the NHS, it's kind of like six sessions and then you're done. And that's not, you know, sometimes you need it for longer. But what I would say to people who are thinking they can't afford therapy is reach out to therapists because that's what I did. And then some, there's a lot of them are self-employed, so they can actually change the prices. So just explain to them your situation. And some people are are quite willing and open to kind of lower their prices for you. Just saying, we're always trying there to have a okay, even of therapy. And also, it's a case of why do you need to wait till you hit what box? rock bottom to get therapy anyway like that makes no sense like I feel like it's good to check in with yourself you know I speak a lot on my podcast about my depression and how it came about kind of I think Janelle was about two and a half when I kind of realized it so uh, how so are you dating at the moment Joy I know you said you're single I have a fuck buddy oh my god see I'm a bit of a I am I love to give love advice not that I was very successful in love up until recently but I love to hear all about everyone's love, love lives. Like if I'm meeting you and like we're, we're on a night out, I'm like, so babes, how's the love life? Well, let's get into it. That's my next question. My next question, Fern, is all about sex relationships, sex and relationships. So let's talk about it. Let's Obviously you're in a relationship, right? Yeah. So well done, congratulations. How did you find a man? How are you keeping a man? How can I do the same? <laughs> So I, I knew my boyfriend, five, I met him five years ago in Marbella, so Essex in Marbs, um, but he's not from Essex. I literally just met him there, had a little fling with him, was seeing him for a little while. And then, you know, on Instagram and social media, you always keep in contact mm -hmm. and bumped into him every now and then and um, just rekindled. So basically I, I was filming best home cook for like a month at the same time as filming first time mum and it was the in-between stage of where in between lockdown one and lockdown two or th two and three I can't remember um where we could go out and you know restaurants and 
clubs were open and that sort of thing. So I'd literally finished that and was just a month where I was filming two shows, had no social life. And I said to my friends, I want to go out. And my boyfriend does um, parties and events. So my friend was like, oh, why don't we go to Jack's event? The rest is history, babes. How I'm keeping a man, I, mm-hmm. I don't know. Sometimes I ask him. It's the cook, yeah, it's the cooking. It's definitely the cooking. I mean, I'd date me if I, you know, because mm. top shape. See, I, I can cook then, but in however, now I've only got a penis shaped stomach, I can only cook a tiny bit. And it's like, so I need a man to eat the majority of the food and then leave me with the scraps. Oh, I'm the sure there would be plenty of men that wouldn't pass that by. I mean, I may have to go to Jack's events come to the next come to the next one I mean yes. has that got a brother a cousin a granddad <laughs> no he hasn't but he has got a lot of friends Jack knows so many people he's like yeah he's he's just very well connected and knows lots of a lot of hotties okay good I need I need a hottie because I'm a bad bitch a so I need a hottie yeah well, what like, about the fuck buddy who's <laughs> Can you share? Does he listen to your podcast? He definitely doesn't listen to my podcast. All oh, right. So right. But then obviously, if I say that I've got a fuck buddy friend, then all the other guys that want me are gonna be like. <laughs> yeah. But what I'm saying is, friend, I will happily leave the fuck buddy to get with somebody better. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, just yeah, yeah. Okay, you know, so just disclaimer: you will leave that one if. Mm. Let's just say it's been a while. Let's say that. I haven't seen the fuck buddy in ages because it's lockdown, obviously, and I don't break the rules. I'm a good girl. Really? Yeah. Uh-huh. I'm, a, I'm a good girl, fan, honestly. Um, so, yeah. I mean, what are Essex men saying? I don't, I've, I don't really go to Essex. Oh, no? oh to avoid them like the plague, Joy. Okay. Right. They're okay. all right as friends, but they're a bit cheesy, you know? I'm a yeah, bit out of touch now because I've got a boyfriend and I haven't been out for, like, over a year, so I wouldn't know. But are you good at matchmaking? I'm phenomenal at matchmaking. Phenomenal. So are you saying right here, right now? On What's the your type? You're finding me a man. So my so my preference is black, taller than me, which is not hard because I'm only five foot five. Um, I like a beard, but it's not like 100% a no-no. Do you know what I mean? Because I feel like a beard is like manly. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, they can always I mean, grow beard, one if they haven't got one. They could grow one, yeah. Um, I mean, a big dick, obviously, but you're not going to know that, so <laughs> I don't know. But you know, no, you it's not can't, yeah. an angel. Do you know what I mean? We, look, love, honey exists, right? So if it's not big, then we can work other things out firm. But do you say that? Is that like a first, like when you go in, like have you got, or are you asking for a dick pic? No, no, I don't want a dick pic. I'm more of like a touch tour kind of person. <laughs> you know see these are the benefits Fern of not being able to see is that you have an excuse to touch people up uh, what can they say <laughs> it's accessibility isn't it Fern absolutely so you're using that to your advantage 100% we've got to babes do you know what I mean <laughs> but yeah no I just want a man that's nice friendly you know supportive ambitious you know yeah um, just just the norm really what everyone wants you know so with your with your um, your site, are you does that? Because I've actually just thought about that. Does that affect your 
So do you do you go into like can you can you see a text message or yeah so I can so on my phone I don't know if you can I might show you there I've oh, got yeah. my settings on like the largest font and also on like all iPhones and Androids there is well on iPhones there's something called voiceover which a lot of me and my blind friends use it basically reads everything out that's on your on your phone oh, on wow. your screen so it reads out all the all the messages but iPhones are really good because the like I like Apple should sponsor me do you know what I mean but yeah the, the text goes really big so for me I've got 10% vision so my right eye is completely blind and my left eye has a tiny bit so 10% with the help of my thick glasses thick glasses thick body to see what I did there first yeah um but yeah so that's how I read text messages so yes guys text me email me <laughs> I am available don't send me a dick pic I need to touch it instead <laughs> Uh, but are you more like would you prefer to pick up the phone and have a conversation yeah I'm a lover of voice notes so um, am I yeah I just like a voice note I feel like it's better I don't I don't type quickly I just can't be asked so I prefer to voice note I'm exactly um, the same exactly yeah same. I just feel like it's easier isn't it mm. definitely mm. and I feel like as well I like a man with a nice deep voice like they have to have a nice voice otherwise it's not happening it's game over do you know what I mean? Yeah, that that is really attractive, actually, in some guys. Yeah, mm. no, definitely. Who's your so, like, who's your ideal guy then? Because I've got a few in mind. In the do you? Who are they? Who are they? <laughs> Just for you guys, I know. And I like men that are a little bit older. Like I'm 26. I don't want someone that's 26. I, I want them to be a bit older, like 30 and above. Okay. Between 30 and 36. 37. Nice. Max. Nice because I feel like older guys are a bit more mature like I need a man that can deal with the you know dating a woman that has a disability because a lot of men on paper say that yeah it's fine they don't care but the reality third like walking on the street I've got a pimp stick right aka a cane it's pink and purple because I'm bad and like people stare you know people look at the cane look at me and it's like I need someone that's like, I don't fucking care, you know? So I, th I think there's things with everyone that you think, oh, you know, are they, are they going to be able to handle this or certain traits of yours? But actually, in the end, like the more honest you are with someone, the more open you are and you show your true self, that's when you find the right guy because they're like, yeah, I know everything. I'm going to show up for her. Yeah. No, definitely. And I think it will happen. It definitely will happen. Got to make it happen. Well, do you know what I mean? Where there's a will, there's a way, Fern. Absolutely, babes. What is next for you in terms of work, in terms of family life? So is Sunday getting a sibling? <laughs> Not anytime soon. Sorry to disappoint. No, <laughs> I, I do want more children, but I'm going to take it slow and just make make sure that it's right and um yeah not in the next few years yeah and what about work-wise what's next for you what's coming up you said you're filming first time mom again in May yeah so that's really exciting and that's going to be eight episodes whereas before it's normally like mini series so like three to four episodes max so that's mm -hmm. going to be full on I'm actually really looking forward to this year and the unknown like what's going to happen um, what's around the corner I've got lots of 
um, brand affiliations that are really exciting and new product launches. So, yeah. Awesome. And finding me a man as well. Oh, I need to add that to my that's list. Number that's number one on the list. That's no Definitely. problem. So, Fern, we're nearly at the end. But everyone that comes on my podcast, I always get them a gift, just a little something to say thank you. So, I've got you a few. But the problem is for two of them ain't turned up yet. It's deliveries, do you know what I mean? What can I do? What can Not I do? There. But I'm going to tell you what they are. But I'm going to show you this one first. So this is a little Joy World the Podcast box. And it has, it has, right, can you see that? It's got, I'm just going to describe it. It's got a little Jack Daniels, because do you like a drink, Fern? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jack Daniels. No. Jack Daniels should um, sponsor me as well. Um, <laughs> a Joy World the Podcast pen, because everyone oh, needs to write. So Thank you. Some lollipops. Because if we can't be sucking on a penis, we gotta be sucking on something. <laughs> we have sorry, fun. I'm very inappropriate. Sorry, this is fun. Just... I, I do you know what I am as well, but I've it's been good. so media coached into not just not not being myself, like with my friends, I'm crude and love any sort of inappropriate jokes. But yeah. um where I'm like trying to be professional, you know, Joy. I'm trying to even We're not things. professional here on Joy World. We're not, we're not, we're not professional at all, Fern. <laughs> this, is, this is this is just how it is. Oh, I had an episode where I spoke about thrush, you know? Yeah, I mean, I'm here for it. I'm I'm Who more cares? than happy to talk about women's health issues, you know. Mm. Yeah. We've got some Joy's World the podcast sweets. And then like, there's some other few bits and bobs there, Fern, right? Then we've got because I know that you love cooking, right? So yeah. I've got you this for your kitchen. It's a sign. Oh, that says, my Welcome God. to the Wow, that's, that's so home. sweet. And then I've got two more things. So the last thing for you was a, it's a chopping board that has your name in it. It says Fern McCann, it says 2021, and it says Best Chef. Because I thought you like cooking, you can chop stuff up. Do you know what I mean? Oh, and then so sweet. the last thing for little Sunday is a 67 piece coloring set with her name on it so good luck trying to find all those 67 pieces <laughs> thank you so much that's so generous of you that's lovely thank you no worries Fern thank you so much for coming on I look forward to you finding me a man do you want to just shout out your socials and think I'm sure people are already following you but hey ho yeah, so you can follow me at Fern McCann. Find me there. It's pretty, you know, just my name. It's original. <laughs> Thank you, oh, darling. Oh, it's been so much fun. Loved no it. Worries. Thank you for the bye. gift. You're welcome. Thank you so much for coming on. Guys, that is the end of the episode. Thank you, Fern, for joining me. Remember to follow your dreams and follow me on Instagram at Podcast. Follow me on Twitter at JoyXOXO. Email me if you're a hot guy, joyspodcast <laughs> at hotmail.com. Stay happy and live your best life always. Mwah.